Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Annex to the 
show tonight. Tomorrow, the 135A Christmas Supplement. As JP, you and I join Bryce um, to have a beer with uh, Mike Drewer's son, Tom, Tom. who's uh, completed his second year in the American Mormon Series IMSA Light Championship at the Candy Sharms Hotel. Absolutely, and that'll be a good good evening tomorrow. What was it, six o'clock or whatever? Guarantee you get a media pass for Clipsal. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> bit of back slapping. But before we get too far into this, viewers, we need to talk about what we're all drinking. Oh my God! I suppose that. Well, right. you always spring it on me. So what are you on, Johnny? Ashley, I think it's only up to you to start from the left. Oh right, right. Well, we have a um, the 2004 Cab Sab Sav from the uh, oh, Valley. Stop. And Raul is here. Yes, Raul. From the past has flown in for the evening, having been dumped by the digital monkey. Raul, how are you, mate? Good evening. Good. Good to see you, Raul. And also the Good sausage. Recovering sausage. Back to you, Ash. Okay, we have a 2004 Cab Sav from the Yarra Valley called Yarra Ridge which I'm about to try in a moment, but it certainly smells good, has good colour, and looks to have good body. Right. Okay, from the Yarra Valley. From from the Yarra Valley. A oh, little peppery, I might okay. add. Mm. And in a... fact, uh, that's uh, Andrew. <laughs> uh, would you mind coming out for a sec? Uh, being the specialist of the Yarra Valley Ridge uh, wine, who's brought that in? Uh, none of you guys would bring a 2004 wine. No, you're, you're right. only to yeah, bring a wine right. that the show is. Could, could, uh, Andrew, could you yeah. find tell wine, us about this. Find wine manager from Dan Murphy. Could you just give us a little bit of a lowdown on the uh, the YR? Well, I just knew you, South Aussie, was love me to bring in Victorian wine over, so I thought I'd do that and just kind of. Show. I'm trying to educate. Well, you did. John. I'm trying to okay, get away from and them so, and so. But, but tell the what, viewers what's so good about the Yarra Valley Cab Sav as opposed to say a um, uh, a Coonawarra Cab Sav. Different kettle of fish. I'm a big fan of Kunawara Capsab, but that was a pretty decent wine and a pretty decent price. So I thought, hey, that'll be the one to give John and his friends right. just to see what they think. You oh, know, and so I mean, apart My from that, we, apart from that, <laughs> we've so got, the price point was the key. Right? Well, without a doubt, always yeah, looking absolutely. for a bargain. Yeah. Being a pop, and is this a good <laughs> bargain, <laughs> Dan Murphy's? Can, can <laughs> the viewers go to their local Dan Murphy's and pick this up for a bargain pick, price? Pick it up. But I just wanted you know yeah. to point yeah. out to the viewers just the other number of bottles we have here. We have a Shiraz. Yep. A Shiraz, another Shiraz, Shiraz, and finally another Shiraz. Uh, Shiraz well, how about that? He's, so he's cutting your grass, isn't he, on the, on the delivery yeah. point. Huh? <laughs> now, now, we, we asked you to come down and, and give us a lowdown on the one model. Yeah. Andrew, Thanks, Andrew. Th thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's very nice. Kitchen bitch. Kitchen bitch. Back to the Caesar no, look, salad. He's done production. a sterling job. A sterling job. He has. Of pointing that out to everybody. That we should be drinking cab saps. <laughs> yeah. Not Shiraz, 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 Shiraz. Well, there you Shiraz. go. Right. And what have we got there out of the Shirazes? Ash, on to the next okay, one. Okay, let's move to the next one on the list. We have a total of one to five. So number two is the Jacobs Creek Reserve Shiraz, uh, 2006 vintage. Um, now, is that actually from the Barossa, or is it a blend? No, it looks like it's a, uh, a blend. It says here, a, uh, specially selected parcels of premium grapes from South Australia's finest regions. Regions meaning plural, so okay. I think it's been all over the park. Um, let me just tell you quickly here. <laughs> all over the yeah. park. A little right. bit like all Tiger Woods. State, even. A full-bodied wine. But you said you weren't going to do not to read the labels, jokes. No, just, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just giving a little, you know, insight right. to okay. it. Yes, and it's, um, uh, yeah, 
Okay, looks very nice. Presented nicely. Um, <laughs> At least in the critique now, the whole okay, thing. Okay, for John, I guess, uh, the price point, you know, would be good. Um, <laughs> Rail bought that. Are you, what are you trying to say? Okay. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rayul, come and rescue me, boy. That's right. That was the cheapest one available. Okay. <laughs> well done, Rayul. Okay. So, yeah. So, again, got, price point was an issue, which was good. Where um, the fox creek. <laughs> now, mine, okay, the one that I brought yeah. was a Fox Creek Red Baron. Yeah, you went for the colourful label, didn't you? Okay, Fox Creek do some really nice stuff. They do. With their names and their labels. Yeah. You know, nice picture of the Red Baron on okay, the front okay, too. Okay, slightly quirky, which sort of fits in with this uh, mood and mix here very well. <laughs> um, and if you notice on the back, hmm. it's got raised lettering, it which tactile. is effectively broiled. For Hang on Broiled. a second, oh, I'll feel that again. <laughs> Bro- oh, oh no, Bro- that's such a bad joke. <laughs> that, that <laughs> Have you know, look at that. Yeah, it's, you it's, it's, it's yeah, broil. Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that'd have been. Can you explain? Look, I know this is Can a bit of this is a motorsport show, viewers, but we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll we get will get to motorsport. Okay. But it's a Christmas edition, so you have to bear with it. That's cool, isn't it? It is. Okay. Can you explain the significance of the braille? Well, obviously, it says. Ashley, don't bring such a fucking cheap wine. No, it must say something no. like how many standard drinks so that blind, no. ah, yeah, blind people don't right. get yeah. too blind. No, well, I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, that's low. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Baron. Oh, there could be blind people I'm, listening to this show. I'm I mean, trying this to think. Is Baron Manford, this is about accessibility. But they couldn't be viewers blind. if they were blind. I want to apologise <laughs> behind you, David. <laughs> Well, you know, okay. we're letting them live a Sorry, little. Sorry, I'm still trying to say them. Yeah, pieces, carry on. But that's okay. Carry because on, Ash, I know on. for a fact. Ash, you finish off. That okay. Is very okay. That in 1918, when he was killed, uh, Baron Manfred von Richthofen was not blind, and he right. had his legs, unlike one Douglas Bader or Bader in Reach for the Sky. That's so right. I don't know why we have a Braille. Um, Maybe one of the viewers component. will know why the uh, Fox Creek Red Baron That's has right, got braille on it. Might. That's enough about yeah. wine. There's more wines, but we'll yeah, be but going we on to them later yeah, because yeah. I think it's time to get on because it because otherwise people are tuning It's all going, isn't it? Oh my god! And look, since we since we were talking about that uh, that uh, that stuff about what, who what were we talking about? Worth. Worth. That's what's right. it uh, worth? What's it worth? Well, Nick Worth. Yes. Got the deal. Basically, it was Nick Worth from Worth Research That's that had right. said, look. Richard Branson, come and work with us because we're not going to design a car. Man a GP. We're not going to design a car in a wind tunnel. In a wind tunnel. Is it Man a GP? Is Man a GP been renamed Virgin Racing? Man a GP has been renamed. It wasn't Man a GP. So you heard it here first, viewers. They they did not design a car in the wind tunnel. They designed it on the, on the computer. And in fact, uh, Richard Branson has come on and said, look, I'm really keen to be involved with that. And uh, we want to do more for less. Well, that's cool. So he says, we want to be the lowest budget team, which is estimated to be around about... 40 mil. Uh, yeah, 40 mil uh, pounds sterling, I suppose. So, And funny enough, they're the only true-owned British team left in, in Formula One. Named their drivers this week, uh, Timo Glock, ex yep. um, uh, 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 Toyota and uh, Lucas uh, Degrassi, which had been uh, one of the previous uh, uh, F1 test drivers, yep. and he's going in there to the full-time gig. Well, mate, I, 
I think that's good. It's also important to, to recognise this, and it's a pity the internationals know on the phone. It is because that Nick Worth uh, basically worked with uh, HPD in California to develop the the, LM. the LMP1 and LMP2 Acura. Absolutely. Dogs is going off. What? What is it, dogs? I don't know. What's up, dogs? Oh, it's meat for dogs. Oh, oh we're okay. got stacks on a plate. I'm not on a plane. Look at it. So yeah, so uh, the worth factor. No wind tunnels. Designs everything computer generated, and uh, does lots of simulated testing um, with the components that he's designed that way. Uh, did a sterling job, obviously, last year. Uh, in terms of the fact that uh, <laughs> the Patron Highcroft <laughs> team won the championship, and uh, so now he's going to do the same thing in uh, in Formula One, and apparently he's um, he's had a bit of a go at Patrick Head. And now, bearing in mind that Worth's been out of Formula One for about ten years now, and he was previously the designer for I think it was Simtech. Um, well, which was the brand that David Brabham came into Formula One in uh, with Roland Ratzenberger, um, unfortunately. Ratzenberger. Uh, yeah, that uh, Ratzenberger was killed at, uh, at uh, uh, Imola mm -hmm. on the same weekend in uh, Ayrton Centre of May of 1994. Exactly. A long time ago now. Gee, that's scary. Don't you love it how I can just drag that out of the I database? Do. I think that's just fantastic, Johnny. But cool. uh, There's nothing else we... in the database. Yeah. No, <laughs> 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 it's the only thing there. Ash, have another glass of that. So we don't need you for a little while. Why don't you go and have a look on the computer? There's a website you need to go to. It's called gf.com. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, but before we go off that subject, um, uh, Richard Branson, um, who is now going up with, uh, with uh, a, a, a Tony Fernandez at the Lotus team because Tony Fernandez yep. also owns an airline, Air Asia. Right. Air Asia is behind the Malaysian uh, Lotus Formula One um, team, and you probably yep. saw this week that they came up with an, a nice new logo and uh, said that uh, Heike Kovalainen and Yano Trulli will be driving the Lotus. Well, it's interesting that uh, these two obviously known each other around the airlines. Yep. As people at the, at the pointy end of town, and you know the higher you get up there, the pointy end. You know, like you know, I had a route, <laughs> I had a route higher up than you did, sort of thing, in the toilet. <laughs> and they have had a little bet with each other, and they said, "If I beat you, you have to do this, and, and if you beat me, you have to do this." Well, well, well. Tony Fernandez has put the deal out to, to Richard uh, Branson and said, well, I'm not sure which, who actually started it, but he said, if I beat you, you have to do it. And if you beat me, you have, you have to do it. And that is, you have to be a stewardess on one of my airlines on a major flight because in a female's outfit. So AirAsia today published a shot of, uh, of um, a very attractive-looking structure. Yes. Structure, <laughs> female structure, with with Branson's it's face on head. it, yeah. with a sign going "This seat reserved for like Richard Branson, <laughs> coffee, tea, or me." <laughs> Which was a very interesting book back in the uh, late seventies. Not that we want to digress. No, but more on, more on that well, subject well, from well, you, because you, you know, know more about the latest uh, latest deal. What's going on? Um, well, I, I, the logo I, looks I, good. Malaysian tie-up, mate. I think it's uh, I think it's great. Well, I think it's very good too. And the other, of course, the other thing is that Renault are actually uh, keeping going. Um, 
remaining in Formula One for the foreseeable future, but they're going to sell a huge chunk of the team, 80% I uh, understand, somewhere around there, to Jenny uh, Capital, uh, which is a Luxembourg Mate, it's actually, the deal base. has been done yep. uh, today, and uh, that is quite, quite, quite correct, that uh, Renault will be uh, back in, in the fray with with uh, backing from from Jenny Capital. Um, and yep. In fact, I saw this afternoon uh, a distributed email from David Richards through ProDrive saying, look, that was what we wanted to do, correct, uh, yep. that you do have a copy of that uh, internal yep. communication. And um, uh, our focus is on uh, w World Rally Championship and to push the Aston Martin brand. And, and we'll right. get back to sports cars later, but uh, I mean it, it's pretty significant, and it's all right. Now I don't want to derail yeah. you. No, no, that's fine. Because no, I was there. just going to talk about that, so that's all cool. So yeah, Johnny's just summed it up there, viewers. Um, David Richards actually sent an announcement out today, a press release, basically saying that it's very disappointing that uh, their bid for the uh, involvement with uh, Renault Formula One uh, was rejected in favour of the Jenny one. Um, but they will, you know, he basically says that they would only consider a return to Formula One in circumstances that make commercial sense and enable the team to be competitive. So um, their primary focus is indeed to continue working towards a return to World Rally Championship in 2011 and uh, pushing success with Aston Martin Racing. So uh, One would have to read a little bit um, into that with the World Rally Championship because, you know, we've seen a few of the uh, Formula One guys wanting to, like, you know, go fast and hit trees so suddenly. <laughs> like, you know, Kimi Raikkonen yes. now confirmed to do WRC. Kovalainen uh, 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 has now put his hand up to want to do the Arctic, ra uh, mm -hmm. Arctic Rally or something like that. And then... Um, Grosjean is doing Andros Ice Trophy, which is obviously less risky. But um, I do have a, a nasty suspicion, JP, and you heard it yeah. here first. I that. mean, viewers, you heard it here first that Subaru will be returning to the yes. World Rally Championship in 2011 with uh, ProDrive. And that'd be great to see, I have to say, as a Subaru owner. Among other when things. When are you going to get over that? What? I don't get over You don't get over it. You don't, well, you know, I mean, you don't get diff, over that. Diff controls and stuff like that. No, it doesn't matter. Play, you know, it's got the push in the back. It's only got the push in the back. It doesn't matter. I went and got my Subaru Forester but, serviced yesterday. And, you know, did you? I, I had a little bit of a look around. I, I spent, ironically, I spent the entire hour and a half there sitting on a desk on their free Wi-Fi, working away, drinking a bit of water with a uh, McDonald's Grand Angus. Uh, no, no. Uh, no money coming in here for that. Did you I... walk? Did you walk down the uh, bay? Did you and grab yourself a Grand Angus? No, I got it on the drive-through as I came up to Morphet Bar. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I took it in there. Morphetville, whatever. Alan Scott Park. ACP, ASP. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, it, I, 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 it was it was actually very very good. But um, yeah, look more on Worth Research you've yeah, because you've got a bit of info. Okay, on that. well it, while it, we're it, talking the Worth Research thing, because of the international tie, is it worth it? I presume. Because of the international tie-up, international poorly that is, viewers. And um, I suddenly got an email out of the blue yesterday from Worth Research. So Paulie's obviously handed over his um, his mailing list. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, basically um, all about who the mailing list. <laughs> Did she? Oh, good. UK-based Worth Research has designed Formula One's first ever car without a wind tunnel. There you go. 
they actually refer to it as development in the digital domain. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty awesome the way that they do this um, because they can basically do the, do the old virtual thing. So they're virtual uh, design, virtual test, uh, all simulator stuff, no wind tunnels. Um, now the interesting thing that I wanted to know if Paulie was on the show was, okay, so there's no wind tunnel as such, but do they still need like the four post rigs and all that sort of shit or not? Well, I think that's uh, absolutely uh, um, a standard procedure. You know, what they're saying is they don't, they're not doing the aerodynamics mm. uh, in, in the real world and building scale models. They're using um, digital um, uh, CFD uh, processes to be able to, to work it out. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, we've bored each other and all the viewers. With, with some stuff here. It's time to move over to someone who really knows their, well, we're chips, on tech. their chips from their stakes. And we're you know, on we're tech, basically, so we should move over to someone who well, else we knows. Don't know if he's talking tech, but we know, but it's over to you, Ash, you're on. Okay, well, uh, look, I'll fill in. Um, yeah, <laughs> fill in, Ash. Fill in. Okay. You are a fill, fill in. Out. Okay, now I'd like to talk Couldn't about get anyone something. else. Uh -oh, okay. something. Thank you for that. Yeah. Called the Stockholm Syndrome. Now, certainly we can all go and look it up, mm -hmm. but the gist of it is, and I'll just read one paragraph from Wikipedia, Stockholm Syndrome is a psychological response sometimes seen in abducted um, hostages in which the hostage shows signs of loyalty to the hostage taker regardless of the danger or risk in which they have been placed. Paddy Hurst! I can understand why you couldn't get your daughter to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Now, you may ask, how does that sort of psychoanalytical um, uh, you know, conditional syndrome apply to tech? Two weeks ago, a mob called um, Strand Consult, who are, a who are Danish analysts, dubbed the iPhone syndrome, which means people um, neglect their, their own best interests to preserve the Apple buzz. When we examine the iPhone user's arguments defending the iPhone, it reminds us of the famous Stockholm Syndrome, a term that was invented by psychologists after a hostage drama in, in Stockholm. The iPhone is surrounded by a multitude of people, media and companies that are happy to bend the truth to defend the product. So I thought that was very interesting that we've actually got into psychoanalysis now. About mobile phone use. G'day viewers and welcome to episode 135 <laughs> of Radio Hot Club. That Hold notice what psychoanalysis show. Hang on, hang on. Who knows where, including states. Ash, continue. Okay. They call it the Stockholm Syndrome after the, and I, I may pronounce some of the names you know, a tad incorrectly. Only a tad though. The normal stork robbery of the credit bank in normal stork in, in Stockholm in which the bank robbers held bank employees hostage from August 23 to August 28 in 1973. In this case, the victims became emotionally attached to their captors and even defended them after they were freed from their six-day ordeal. The term Stockholm Syndrome, and thanks for dropping your guts, John, was coined by the criminologist and psychiatrist Niles... Uh, someone. Okay, so, yeah, someone. Unpronounceable. Who assisted... Sorry who assisted the police during the robbery right. and referred to the syndrome in a news broadcast. So, okay, what they're actually she saying, right, well. is because your your love of Apple yes. is so great 
that you can actually be completely blind to the shortcomings of the iPhone. Right. Let me tell you, I fully am on your side with that. Don't worry, we're not that blind about that. The, the situation Well, we have the five iPhone. bottles of red. Soon we may be blind, but that's another story. Right, let me tell Indeed. you. No, now, should be, I continue uh, with my second story, or should I leave that till later? No, no, I think you should continue. No, I think we should leave it till later. Oh, do you? You're bored, just of, bored of the viewers. Get back to the, uh, get back to the motor race. Okay, well, what have you got? Cutting costs at Indy. <laughs> About time. Two days of qualifying. Mm. Not four. Two, not four. Mm. Yes, who knows Cutting what's going to happen. half, even. <laughs> who knows what's <laughs> going to happen uh, later on in... I mean, it went on for a month. Bump day, carb day, oh, yep. yeah, I'm not in out of bed day. I mean, it's all very confusing. The whole month of May is a mess. <laughs> so I just think that Here what the problem is... <laughs> Indy, if you want to cut costs at Indy, let's get back to a week schedule and <laughs> yep. go hello on Sunday, race the following Sunday, and then see you later Monday. Exactly, it's all I mean, It's just all getting a bit too silly, or, or, or has been too silly for a while. Um, also, Max Mosley, he's back in the news again, and he's gone and put his hand up to say, look, I could have averted the pullouts of these Formula One giants, the manufacturers, had I bothered to go and visit them. Well, that, that's great, oh, Max. I mean, oh, good on you. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, well, yeah, why didn't yeah. you? But, you know, what were you too busy having, like... Getting lob- whipped in a basement somewhere? Yeah, and as far as I'm yeah. concerned, <laughs> JP, you've gone too far again. Um, uh, you've gone too far. But you know I'm good no, at that. No, you, uh, you just can't be saying that. All I'd be saying is he doesn't know when to pull out. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Sports cars. Oh, we love it when we get the sports cars, viewers. Mm. We love sports cars. Even if the Fogues. Now the Fogues needs a mention. Yeah, the Fogues does need a lack mention. Of, his lack of even response. Tardiness, I would even suggest. Well, that's right. I, I actually emailed him saying how nice it would be to have his dulcet tones on our Christmas show, and I got nothing back. I think it's quite high. Is he level, away? High level of rudeness. Is he away? Away, he's away from the away from the reality. Well, he must be. Maybe he's away from you know Earth. Maybe he's gone on one of Richard Branson's spacecraft. And life. consequently, I feel since the non-delivery of auto action for five weeks, we must now revert to our original naming of auto fiction. Auto. Oh, do you think so? Do you think Absolutely. we can use? Absolutely. We have to. We have to find name? a nerve where where right. it sits. Right. Ah, right. A nerve. A nerve there is. A nerve? Well, there must be. It must be a nerve. Well, that's very interesting, actually. I'm glad mm. you brought that up. Mm. A large... Uh, in Before me is a large list of um, the 2010 sports car calendar, which ranges through Grand Am, individual 24-hour races like the Dubai 24-hour, and January 15 and 16, which, incidentally... Marcus Ambrose will be driving a Ferrari 430. Oh, really? GT2 up against Allen. Where? At Auto Lando Sport 997 at Dubai. In Dubai. It's funny how okay. the Dubai 24 hours in Dubai. <laughs> All right. You never listen. Well, once you start talking, I just vague out, you know. Well, same with me with you. <laughs> That's right. And the, I want I want that watch race. At the Rolex 24 at um, at uh, Daytona on 30, 31 January. 
So basically from there, uh, the year kicks off with the official Paul Ricard test at the high-tech test track, which we mentioned in a previous mm-hmm. episode, at uh, the south of France. Um, and uh, with a bunch of stuff, Grand Am, Brick Car, American Le Mans Series, da-da-da-da-da, um, going on from there. And then the first round of the FIA GT World Championship right at the new <coughs> Abu Dhabi Yas oh, Marina. Yeah. Yas Marina, yep. Underneath and out sort yep. of circuit. That's really good. It's looking really, really good. And, and so, you can see two pages of what based on that represents... Uh, how many GT championships are there actually running in the world next year? Okay, well... There's a bloody lot, well, by well, the look of that. If you consider proper GT championships, and let's include Grand Am, you have Grand Am, uh, Le Mans Series, yeah. Brick Car 3, American Le Mans Series 4, VLN, German VLM 5, FIA GT 6... Uh, International GT Open 7, ADAC GT Masters 8, British GT 9, Australian GT 10, Asian GT uh, 11, 11, uh, uh, GT4 Cup, which may run within some other championships, 12, Le Mans 24 Hour 13. Well, we're saying about a dozen. You need to know that... GT is... Taking over Sports the world. Sports cars are alive and well. And, See you uh, later, Formula One. And and to finalise the year, which JP, you know, we've and uh, the tickets are already booked, and I know that you're going to be going, oh, I can't wait to go to that. We're off to... Um, we're off where to, are we going? Uh, to, you know where we're off to. You just want to play that game. <laughs> oh, come on. Argentina to San Louis. <laughs> oh, that, oh yeah, that the, uh, awesome. the race around the, uh, the volcano. The volcano, lake. Yeah. The volcano lake. Well, you know, where beautiful. Alan managed to stick it in for a moment. But yep. anyway, we're, 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 one of his not the lapses of memory. No, we don't mention that. It's a disc brake, Mitch. Disc brake lapse. <laughs> oh, it was. Absolutely. It wasn't his fault. Drivers don't make mistakes. <laughs> they, don't, they never make mistakes. Never. Cars make mistakes. Never. Drivers don't make mistakes. So we're off to San Louis. San Louis. And you can take... It's got a nice ring around about it, doesn't it? San Louis. But supposing and the volcano erupts? Well, we won't be there for long. We'll drive into the lake. <laughs> right. or Unless it comes out late. But, but it might you, be know, you can see it's a stepping stone for a holiday. It is. And uh, right. um, I'm glad you've kept it Which as is a, a better, surprise a for, better, um, for her, her um, no, not need-to-know need basisness. That's right. Well, it's <laughs> a better surprise than going to Tasmania. I'll That's give for you sure because there'll you the, be all sorts of bloody strife. I'll give you the quietness, quietness indeed. Now, international poorly, where are you? It's I useless, mean, isn't it? it? Look, well, no, was, no. apparently he had a late night. He was working back, working back, working back, and then suddenly it was one o'clock in the morning over there, and he had to be up at bloody three to uh, to come on the show, and he decided it was all too hard. Mate, that's his story. But personally, I believe he's still trying to work out the flickering of his twenty-seven inch iMac i seven. Well, he probably is too. Which he acknowledged that this flickering. Yes, and everybody I know who got one of the early release models has acknowledged that there is indeed flickering, and in some cases, there's a bit of um, flicker and then black screen. So, uh, but because we've had none shipped for the last four weeks now, word is that uh, the uh, the fix has been implemented, and they are now shipping normally again. And of course, in typical Apple style. Um, there's no word on what's going to happen with the uh, the early release models, um, and I'm tipping myself that there will be no word on the early release models until after Christmas. Mate, uh, with that uh, knowledge, uh, Ash, surely you've got to say, 
this is a case for going to Windows because suddenly Apple's dropped the ball. And I would agree with that, but you wouldn't want to go to Windows in Europe from March 2010 because... Well, what about now? Because we can do the March 2010 on the episode 144. No. <laughs> we'll do it now. <laughs> no, what about now? We'll, we'll do, do it now. About now. Oh, well, come on, tell, See no, this steak in front of now. you? No, do you no, want no, this in no, eight? We haven't no, spoken about no, the steak yet. Uh, do you, do you want, want that steak in eight? No, no, you have to understand, Get, right? See, and this is why I rise above the BS, right? Okay. You do. Because you're tall. No, no, no. You're always above I don't, the BS. I don't want to bucket Macs non-stop like you guys bucket Windows non-stop, okay? We don't rise bucket Windows don't. non-stop. We haven't bucketed Windows don't. for I mean, weeks. We don't. We don't. We don't. Okay. <laughs> you don't go up no. and off no. Anyway. Okay. Get okay. on so with a quick, tell us. succinct statement. Okay. From March 2010, if you're in Europe mm-hmm. and you buy Windows 7 OEM, mm-hmm. you will be... Um, uh, presented with a choice of 12 different internet browsers to install whilst you're, so whilst you're installing your OS. Because they finally, after a dozen years... Is this the, an- got the antitrust thing or whatever it's called? They finally got to the end of the, of the antitrust. Oh, the Euros are nasty about all that and stuff, it, aren't yeah. they? They're terrible. But what is it? Like in it Budap- is it in Microsoft just friggin' Budapest or something? No, no, no. It's cost Microsoft uh, about $2.7 billion in fines. Uh, but, okay, oh. so when you install Windows 7, yeah. you will be presented with Safari, Chrome, Firefox, Opera, um, and Internet Explorer, and seven other browsers which will be updated to reflect user charts. Now, can someone explain user charts to me? No, I can't. absolutely. No, no. I can Not tell you about what user charts. But are I can about. tell you that I know that people who are installing Windows Seven at the moment are all mm. saying, "Well, it doesn't come with a browser anymore. That's What's right. going on?" That's right. And that's obviously part of this whole deal, where oh. by Microsoft cannot be seen to be bundling a browser of choice for people. That's right, but I mean, but then, surely you would give them. So does this mean three or though, four, but not twelve? But does this then mean that the euros can now go Apple and say you're no longer allowed to bundle Safari as part of OS ten? The snapping well, sausage. Well, there. certainly you would think same so. Same sort you? of theory, isn't it? Exactly the same theory. Well, yeah. let me tell you that uh, Google uh, released their Chrome browser within the last uh, week. We did mention it on yep. the last show. The it has now taken a four point four percent lead over the uh, adoption of uh, Safari. And its performance is virtually negligible uh, over it. Now, uh, Rail, would you like to come in here for a moment? Because I think we need to get oh, your, this is the rail your, 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 your thoughts on this. You can sit here for a second, Rail. You're, you're a bit of a browser. Oh, you yeah. need to do wee wee. Yep. So, um, right but, uh, a Google Chrome, mate. But tell, tell us what your thoughts are. Uh, Google Chrome and Safari actually uses the same engine. They're both based on WebKit. So performance-wise, Google uses exactly the same technology, so shouldn't be any more different from Safari, basically. But I think how Google has optimized WebKit is actually really, really cool. So I think Google Chrome's gonna win the war against both Firefox as well as Safari. And Google's got already a market base, which is just brilliant. Like the brand name Google stays everywhere. So I don't think so. Most of the Windows users are familiar with Safari, but they're familiar with Chrome, as well as same with the Mac users. They're not familiar with IE, but they're familiar with Google Chrome. So, hope that Google actually does something right. Now, this week, uh, Google has uh, released internally uh, for what they call uh, 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 eating their dog food uh, program of an HTC, non-HTC branded phone. 
which uh, is, is thinner than the, the iPhone using uh, Android 2.1 operating system and uh, comes with Google goggles, which is actually a pretty cool cool technology, which we'll talk about maybe a little bit later. But uh, how would you see that that phone is going to infiltrate the sales of uh, the iPhone market? Uh, it's really hard to say right now. I don't think so. Google is going to penetrate so deep from iPhone. Like iPhone's not going to going anywhere. iPhone's already has an established market. People love it. It's a well-known product and it's going on for a while. iPhone did have some problems in the starting, but now they have recovered through it. Google's still entering the market. So, But the only thing I'll say is that Google uses Android, which is an open source uh, operating system for mobile phones. That might give it a leverage where people can actually change their phones any way they want if they know how to. But that's really hard for a normal consumer. Mm -hmm. I'll still say that Apple's going to be a winner in the situation. iPhone's going to stay there for a while. Google Goggles is an interesting sort of technology that uh, um, uh, you can then hold up a bottle of wine and uh, point the quite high resolution camera at it and it will use uh, character recognition which is interesting because predominantly it's on a curved surface and be able to identify that wine. Now how does that work? Uh, Google actually uh, acquired a company called uh, Recapture recently that was based on the same technology to actually do character recognition. That's the reason Google bought it and they implemented the same algorithm. And most of the people who are actually used to entering captures like keywords before registering in a website, it exactly uses the same technology. It just uses a high resolution image and Google already has a database of images which includes in the search and they just match it against them. So do you think that it's possible down the track that uh, Google, uh, Google Google's technology would be utilized at airports to be able to identify us? Like, would the face recognition technology be, be that great? Uh, and one, one wants to think that what we see, like, if we look at what, uh, uh, what we have access to as a consumer in maps and street view, how, how much more does the military have? I mean, like, Area 51 exists, but it doesn't exist. So I won't speculate on that. It's like I have no idea, but I can stick with technology. I say, so you're, you're on the page. You're on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'll say, leave Windows, leave Mac, go to Linux. Linux, awesome. But 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 then bring but boy oh, Brash Ashley. No. Oh, sorry, sorry, this is sorry. A I need to butt in. Show. Right. No, 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 hang on, show. hang on. Okay. I need to butt in. Oh, it's a Christmas show. Hang succinct. on a minute. Ash. Okay, succinct. Okay. Just two days ago, there was a story on the web. Kennard's hire large firm. Andy Kennard. Okay, Australia wide, yep. 200 stores. Yeah. Just dumped Linux and said, no, we do, do not have enough support for it. And now they've gone to HP with uh, XP Profet uh, sorry, XP Professional. I got a story for you as well, but the other way around, and much bigger organization. Please. Uh, European Stock Exchange has dumped Windows completely and moved to Linux. And you're talking about billions of dollars. But that's because of antitrust. Let, 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 let it's right there. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but my, let, him, right. let him explain the story. Whichever way. They oh, are yeah, but I can't explain my story? Yes. Yeah, they're going to save heaps Get your of money cap off. just by switching on to Linux and using open source technology. Millions of developers are working for it. They can write anything they want. Windows won't let you write anything. You okay. can't change the operating system the way they made it, the way they made it. That's but this it. is the problem I have with it. I'll just say one thing, right? Okay, that's actually the problem with it. Because you've got millions of users who can change the code at will, there's no quality control whatsoever. Oh, no, no. You can't change kernel. Okay. Kernel is still maintained by... Of course you can change your kernel. You can pick any kernel you're bloody like. Okay, guys, can, 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 right. can, can, yep. try it. Good. Very, very keen to hear okay. about Braille. technology input. 
but how can we apply those your ideas that you've got the into the motorsport world how how uh, have a think about it we'll have a little talk jp and i but i'd like to hear a okay. couple of minutes from each of you okay. about how you think the new changes in technology could work into the motorsport world it could be applied um, and i mean uh, do you think that google goggles could identify just how good these stakes are going to be tonight not really uh Ray, come on a little closer mate so tell me what you see about these stakes uh, they just look perfect i can't say anything <laughs> to make them look more perfect or it is good okay they do look stunning okay are they marbled well yes. they appear marbled. marbled yes there is a level of marbling here as you marbling. see around there mm-hmm. with a quite a Huge heavy marbling. strip of, of, of not much of, marbling on that one lots, well they are not lots a of marbling on that one they're not wagyu and this is barbecue center now for you to cook steak like this Okay, so I went up to feast and I said, look, I want some steaks. And uh, how thick are they, JP? They're yeah, one they're inch steak. Inch, yeah. Oh, yeah. One, easy an inch, maybe, maybe easy, a bit more. Yeah. One, one inch plus. To cook these steaks, you need to have your, your barbecue. And we're going to do them on the grill. I don't think here no, will be the go. We'll do them on the grill. On the grill. Yeah. And it's got to be hot. We're going to put them down. Probably, I actually, and you tell me if if I'm, I'm wrong, but because they have a really lovely fatty crust, mm-hmm. I'm going to put them down crust first, and I'm going to get the yeah, just, init- to give just initially to and give it a little bit plate of a, nice and well, it'll oil the plate up, yep. but it'll also give a little bit of glaze now, onto it, and then I'm going to go for perhaps sixty percent on one side. Waiting for a little bit of blood to come up, swap my over like yeah. that. And and Could viewers, I... you mu- yes, you may, but viewers, you must let it sit for half the cooking time. And a steak like that, I reckon, is it's getting on to twenty to twenty-five minutes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay, way back at the start, I said they'll take a long time to cook. You said no, they won't. Anyway, is twenty to twenty-five minutes a long time? For a steak, it is, yeah. Well, not really, no, no, because no. sometimes you go to an upmarket restaurant and they say <laughs> if you're having a steak, you will go, allow us an hour. How I would do it, <coughs> I'd put your oven on low now, I'd seal both sides and then I'd put it in the oven for 20 minutes. Well we could, so we could oven a, bake it. Yes, that is a, a good idea. And, it, and I, you know, I, I, I haven't done that a lot. Mm. Um, Ashley Dean Draper mm. is not he, just he, a pretty he, Honestly, that's, that's, he, that's he, not he, a bad he, idea, right? Do you want to give that a go? But then, if you're going to do that, you'd seal them on here. Then, then you'd oh, use no. This. Ooh, is that right? Yeah, we'd, yeah, we'd, because we'd, we'd seal them. Sh- and then we'll have to change, then, yeah, change gas bottles because it ran that last time. But then you'll get more char. Fat. I think you. I believe Ashley's right. You will get <laughs> a more consistent meat, moist. Yes. Um, uh, uh, cook quality through it in the oven. Yep. Than you will on the barbie. Barbecue. Unless. Um, if you've got a good barbie, it shouldn't be a drama. Well, you've had... We had those yeah. mega steaks. But see, your bar, you haven't got a hooded barbie. You've only got the plate. So it's not like like on my barbie... That is the ugliest $150 barbie you've ever seen. I know. But you, but we yeah, had those well, I know we have some fantastic steaks. I'm not knocking it from that point of view, but I'm saying if you've got a barbie with a hood, you can do the same thing, basically. Let's but Ashley's suggesting just by pulling the hood down. Yeah, absolutely. Seal both sides. Back to motorsport. Back it over. Yep. Uh, so, can't say too much about what's going on, uh, but uh, had some pretty detailed conversations with uh, Marcus Sakanovic this week uh, as he uh, 
uh, is uh, uh, readying his, uh, his, 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 his two, his two Mustang Shelby GD500s uh, uh, for the Bathurst uh, uh, 12, 12 hour. hour. You know, 500 horsepower, supercharged, 5.4 litre cars, one spare, one for testing, one for, for the race. And you're going to be getting exhaustive energies there. Very uh, significant uh, international co-driver has been signed. Now looking around for, uh, and also a, a gun one there. Love to see um, see them to be able to do good there. Personally, I'm a little bit worried that the uh, the American Iron might, might break. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think the drivers are going to be the drama. I just it's just a little bit you know, like a stupid thing it's like a little axle bit or something untried like and untested, isn't it? Let's face it, the yeah. American Iron in, so, this, in this environment I and mean, in Bathurst environment particularly. So um, I think there'll be but Star out the front, but uh, and you know when you go against like these these Evo tens, you know they 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 these cars are quite soul have la- soulless. Yeah, they're soulless, but they're reliable. Well, you can drive you know, around. It's the old they're, sewing machine scenario. They're sort of, they're boring. Mm. Now, um, Damien White and, uh, and uh, Rod Salmon. And that bloke with the dirty neck. <laughs> He's driving. <laughs> He's driving. He'll be back there. He will. Um, so. I think it could we be We must good. keep it up our sleeve. We must. We must, but there'll be I, more I, on that in the new year. My, inside me, I go, I so want it to work. But there's that little lingering doubt. Oh, it's not a little. It's a major lingering doubt that this oh. American iron... Look, oh, well, the, look, you, hey, you we know these things wrong. are up to it. You know? You know these things are up to it. They're either going to be bulletproof, and then you could take it from there and do another 24 hours, and it just mm. won't break. Or it'll just fuck up early. Early. Now, talking about American and talking about International Pauly, which we digressed miles away from earlier on, Patron Highcroft. Patron. They've got Patron. Um, Patron, Patron, whatever you want to call it. Simon Pagenaud. Or Simon, Simon Pagenaud. Pagnaud. Um, has joined the team alongside of uh, David Brabham for uh, next season. Um, comes with... Well, in fact, a weird sort of, I guess, wealth of experience, because it's not really a wealth of experience, because he's only 25. Um, but he's, you know, he's driven open wheelers, and I, I, my belief was that he originally went to the US um, as an open wheeler driver, um, and then got sort of sucked into the uh, to the sports car racing and, and uh, American Le Mans series. Um, and he's, you know, he, he's been doing well. Um, and... He's in the team next year, so uh, I think that should be interesting. And it would have been nice to talk to International about that. It's, it, and it, it get would a have feel for what absolutely. You know, I re- what we're really sorry happened. that Paulie couldn't make it, but we, but, uh, we do understand that he has some some strong commitments. But, uh, so, I mean, it's not like he's sort of like some some high end dude that we have to like like you know hang around. And go, oh no, absolutely. Paulie, would you talk to? Like yeah. he's just he's one of our mates. And uh, we've we've all grown up together, sort of thing. And um, and you know, he's just we have indeed. Um, He's simply just unavailable. But on that basis, congratulations. We must once again say congratulations to uh, to him and, and his wife Jennifer because um, yep. you, there are some uh, startling uh, similarities in their son's name. There are some very startling similarities, in fact. I mean, they've called him Cooper. Well, 
it's not only a race car, but I just realised yesterday for the first time while I was actually typing an email to him, it's beer. It's Cooper's beer. And so, to name your son Cooper, he's obviously got to be a Radio Hot Lap regular. Right, I wouldn't want to be around when he's having a climax, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> we don't go... Now, that'll be in the, um, uh, the teenage years. You just didn't get it, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Cooper climax. Yeah, yeah. Cooper climax. I did. You did. Yeah, that's yeah. why I said you the teenage years. I said it's the teenage years. You know what they start doing in the teenage years? What looking like? Or well, not looking? Jerkovskis. <laughs> it's a pity that they're um, um they're uh, that he's not not around because I wanted to talk about Sebring the opener and um of the American Le Mans series and Audi are not allowed to. Uh, bring their R15. Well, they wanted to bring their R15, but they right. wanted to bring a revised edition of the R15, and uh, because they're the not happy with it, so blah blah blah. Well, no, the rules are cool about it, right. but the rules also said, look, Peugeot, Woody, oh. Peugeot. But if you're in Europe, Peugeot. Peugeot. Yeah. Um, so he said, look, we have to say, well, what do you think about it, Audi? And then he's going, nah we won't let you bring an interim car here to this event. So, yeah, Peugeot so, 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 nah, you, so you're basically, you're out the door, uh, Honcha Waller. Out the door, all the more. And that's the end of it. Now, a mm. little bit more tech, because, mate, I've got some I've got some interesting stuff there. There's been some... Stevie's won some awards, and Apple's won some awards this, this week. He's the marketer of the decade. Yeah. He's the... Apple's the brand of the decade. iPod's the... the product of the decade and can you believe it get a mac is the campaign of, of the, the decade. decade um and the out of home ad of the decade is the apple silhouettes i mean i don't know what's going on there but have a look at mac rumors without the you price over the last year has it got any good oh man it's gone off the planet uh, yeah but we lose it we like it we lose but it we like it. i must admit there was a um there was a link on one of the um, IT news type websites yesterday, and uh, they put a video prezzo together of the last 12 months of Apple. And it was the first time, out of context, that I'd looked at Steve when he came back to do his prezzo for the last release of whatever it was, after he had his liver transplant and everything. And man, he looked like 90 years old, honestly. So I hope he's uh, looking a lot better than that now. Absolutely, and Raúl, uh, look, I just need to, I need to get a bit of confirmation about this because all of a sudden uh, the uh, the Intel Core i7 uh, 980X processor has surfaced. One would have to wonder why they've delivered the uh, the 2.83 processor in your new 27 flashing iMac. Yeah, I mean, which is only the i5. Consider, I mean, no, it's not. It's an i7, you jerkin head. It's i5 and i7 options, but I mean, have a look at those specifications yeah. they, they're, they're real. I mean, how good is that? Suddenly 32 uh, nanometer uh, like, uh, silicon wafers. What do you think the performance is going to go through from there? And how would you see, Rayo, the differentiation between the Mac Pro with its multi-slot card options and the, uh, and the, uh, and the iMac being, I mean, what would you choose? Uh. I think I'll choose Macro. Macro. Why is that? Uh, especially because I just like 
I don't know technologically, like, but I mean, <laughs> he, loves, I just, he, has, he loves aluminium. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he just, that's he big loves grunty he loves aluminium. Of aluminium. Yeah, you I see, like a Ferrari, I'm really. I'm big grunty aluminium. Now. They've been there for a while. I don't, yeah, and it's just there. He's, he's had too many wines, viewers. You can't rely on him. I only heard about the process. Yeah, yeah. You might not have heard about it, but this is the show where we give you the shit here, and you're going to look look like you're meant to know it. Yeah, I know, but if I say something, you're going to. Yeah, that's okay. He's worried about getting shot down in flames. That's right. By you, Harry. I know the feeling. Never. Oh, hang on, hang on. That's it. Well, have announced like not only. 32, but 64 gigabyte embedded uh, NAND memory, which basically says, hello, are we going to have 128 gigabyte solid state? Eye touches. Well. And 64 gigabyte iPhones. Quite possible. Then why do you think that there is a difference in, in memory size between the iPhone and the iTouch? Come on, viewers, 20 seconds on the buzzer. Why do you think that the iPod Touch, which doesn't have phone capability, has twice the memory capability? Quick, quick, quick. More photo storage. Factor. Wrong, it all counts. Right. It's like they're, 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 there's no real reason, other than the fact they're just being annoying. Differentiation. So that's you, it. Product differentiation, so good work. So you think work. you've got the right story because <laughs> you're wearing the cap, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and that is you have the answer. Well, I think I reckon we're just about done, aren't we? Well, it's only fifty-three minutes. Well, that's because the half the guests aren't here. Oh, Nike! Uh, the joint venture between uh, Nike and Apple, and that was about linking uh, music. I think athletics. Uh, in yeah, the, yeah, what was yeah. The running. What they what they, they called the Nike uh, Plus campaign. Man, it it defined just how cleverly that a, uh, a brand can build a self-sustaining platform. And uh, what is it? There were two components, uh, the Nike Plus Plus receiver and obviously the iPhone. Yep. Hey, everyone's taken it on board. And can you believe that sh has increased the sh running shoe market from a whopping 48% to 61%. Is that right? But on the downside, Tiger... Okay. Has increased it to seventy eight percent. Yeah, that'd be because right. Because he so. was doing a bit of running. <laughs> he was running a lot of things. There you go. Well, I got an SMS yesterday. From who? From a friend of mine, saying that you know, gee, this run up to Christmas is tough, and uh, I've been out and I, I saw this great DVD in this uh, in this R rated bookshop that I thought I might buy, and uh, and it said, uh, and it was called. Tiger and the uh, 18 holes. They said I got it home and it was about golf. Okay, the thing that everybody is missing is yes. that all of these women, the 12, 13, 14, however many now, are, are just coaches. They, were just they are golf coaches. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, okay. okay, they're just showing how, him how to grip his shaft properly. Right, thanks, Ash. There's a, there's and on a, that note, viewers. Yeah. No, no, not on that note, viewers, but <laughs> I know it's a bit. You know, this is the top. Look at the dogs. It's absolutely. Have, have you put a blade yeah. on its uh, on its on its tail? Uh, it could be cutting the grass. It is brand new again. I just can't work out what's going on, but I'm not spending any money with the vet. But I tell you, you know, like um, there's uh, this there's been this uh, little fake campaign called Fake Steve Jobs campaign, and 
it was a synchronised project going on by in the dark side right. of all these A&T users, AT&T users that were going to basically get together and put a huge simultaneous high load demand on the AT&T AT network it is I'm, I'm just, I tell. Right, yeah, is that I'm the red baron yeah. are you flying already I'm on the baron I'm <laughs> on the baron uh, simultaneously uh, and that was expected to basically have a, a huge negative impact. Well, we'll be following that up, following that up next week <laughs> after we've had the stakes <laughs> and see what happens on Operation Chokehold. Absolutely. Cho- chokehold. 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 <laughs> Shut up. JP. Johnny, uh, one last thing. We've got to touch on barbecues. Oh, yes. Viewers, if you were listening last week, you would have heard me say that you needed to rush down to Ray's Outdoors and get yourself a $99 rotisserie to put in your four to six burner barbecue. Well, it was wrong. Well, I was correct. But if you want even better value for money, Stratco stores nationwide, I believe, certainly the Stratco stores in South Australia, have got a current catalogue out. And they have got a Gasmate, which is a well-known brand, been around for well over 20 years now. A Gasmate rotisserie. And there's a battery version, if you haven't got power outside, or a mains version. And that is only, I believe, the battery version's uh, 40 or 50 bucks, around, around the $50 mark. And the mains version's around the $60 mark. So you can instantly save yourself. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so you can instantly save Christ. yourself 40 bucks over what we were talking about last week. So go to Stratco. If you, don't have a Strat- if you don't have a Stratco nearby, you may want to jump online to stratco.com.au, download the latest catalogue, which has got the gas mate in it, print it out and take it down to Bunnings, who will never knowingly be undersold and will beat any advertised price by 10%, and you may be able to get it even cheaper. <laughs> not that we take any profits. That's right. We're not. But, uh, but JP, you, you know... Uh, it's come to that moment of the year. It has, where we just have to say good night, viewers. No, it's, Merry Christmas. No, it's, have it's a great not, New like, Year. It's, not, it's where I go. Thank you for, for all your hard work and getting here and staying and enjoying the, the hospitality of a sniffing sausage dog, a barbecue, <laughs> and the banter of Radio Hot Lap. And Absolutely. for all your input, because without the show, we're. Small, insert small violin here, viewers. viewers small I hope violin. you're not tearing up here. Uh, tear up. <laughs> and uh, for the folks that's not here or couldn't be bothered, you know, gf.com website. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Folks. We slash are gf.com slash folks. Folks, Paulie, I don't know, Johnny. All we get dubby boss and people. We could, you know, we could but have we got heaps of people tonight, but they should couldn't yeah. be bothered. <laughs> but anyway, it's I think Christmas we have transcended them. I do. I think so too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'd just like to give you a big handshake. Yep. And to you, Johnny. That's a visual handshake going all the on that. One hundred and thirty-five shows go. we've now done, plus the extra special. Yeah. Plus all the little shoehorn in. Ones. And we work. We'll work very hard to possibly even shoehorn one in between the end of the year, which possibly I could do. In uh, Port Macquarie be, with yeah, George well, go, Madiki yeah. well, and his father. Yeah. That's a good idea. There's an idea, man. There's an idea. But, uh, oh, mate, I think, oh, I don't know if 200 is going to be, I think 200 is going to be in 2011. 2011? No. We are not going to do 70 shows next year. 
No, you're probably right. And we don't. On, on the average of what we've done, yeah, yeah. But there you go. Thanks for listening, and also a, a little special Christmas kissy poo to Jezza for the stickers. Oh, yeah, that's all you get. That's just, just that's it. That's it. And right. all those other fans who've written in over the year from Western Australia and next to Silverstone and everywhere else. So, hey, Rayol, how are your porcupines? Come over and say good night to everyone. It's Christmas good night. Yeah, we need the Christmas good night viewers. Oh, we're good nighting. The steaks are waiting. Yeah, the, the steaks are waiting. The sausage is in the grass. Look at it. It's hiding down. It's good night for me. I hate it when you see it. Uh, without seeing, good night, girls, and have a nice Christmas. And it's good night, viewers, from Ashley Dean, aka the Cravat Draper. Good night, viewers, from Andrew the Pom. Nice to see you in New Year. And good night, viewers, from JP. From JP. Merry Christmas and have a great New Year. And the snapping sausage. Absolutely. Oh. Ciao for now. You know, the folks. Can you imagine if we could get the fucker on? He's a bit hard work. He is. He's not going to answer. I don't know if I can be bothered with him. It's going to be like Jack's running gag last yeah, week. Yeah, it'll be the same old deal. Like, oh no, I wanted you for five minutes. I'm in bed minutes. now, honestly. Five minutes. Well, that's it. So. Hello, folks. We didn't actually ask you where you were, <laughs> but, but I'm glad you told us. Well, well, no, I didn't get back to you. I'm sorry. I got your message yesterday, and I was just really, really busy, and you know, I was out late and up the crack of dawn to fly up there, so I never got a chance to say, well, look, I don't think I can do this, or what I was going to be, so sorry about that. Well, in fact, right. uh, folks, we'd like to tell you that you are doing this, and you are on the annex of episode 135... Point oh one of Radio Hot Lap, that lazy, crazy podcast that takes a light-hearted look at motorsport, cool technology, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, blah, and all blah. that crap. And hello, what's going on? And so, what have you been up on the Gold Coast I, doing? I'm stunned. It's, it's like being on candid camera without the camera. <laughs> well, you are candid, mate. What's and going they are on, viewers? News from your end. They're sick of us. Are they? I can't imagine that would be the case. No, of course not. Tell us no. what's going on. Well, I've just got back from um, the Holden Performance Driving Centre up on the Gold Coast where um, the shock news, the shock revelation in motorsport today was that Greg Murphy will be joining Hallmark Motorsport next year to be driving the Castrol Edge Racing um, Triple Eight built Commodore, or Triple Eight spec Commodore anyway. So that's shocking news. We had no inkling that uh, Murph was going to join up become Russell Ingalls' teammate, did we? Does that mean a third car? No, a second car. I'm I'm being a bit tongue-in-cheek because it's actually actually probably the worst-kept secret in motorsport this year, really. So uh, where does that leave... Where does that leave Tim Slade? Um, Well, he's leaving Paul Morris Motorsport to go and drive a third SBR Falcon, um, a satellite operation with uh, backing from his benefactor James Rosenberg who were hails from South Australia does that mean that, po- that uh, agricultural uh, machinery I gather 
Folks, does this mean that uh, Paul Morris Motorsport and um, uh, and Tim Slade didn't work out, or it actually did, but it's just it, it and they're all cool. It just this is the moving on of Tim Slade. Yeah, it's a, an amicable split. I mean, as far as I could understand, Paul Morris was actually keen to give Tim Slade another season, which is what he needs in the main game to get up to speed if he's ever going to get there. But um, in the end, dollars and cents prevailed. Um, Castrol had done a deal with Paul Morris Motorsport um, to sponsor the second car alongside the Super Chief Auto Racing entry for Ingle. Um, but they wanted a, a big name driver, and uh, Murph was the man on the loose. Very characterful indeed, with the dude and, and Murph. Don't you love that saying, JP, when dollars and cents prevail? I mean, it's just... It's just... It's, <laughs> it's, so it's a V8. total fogsism. <laughs> yeah, it is, but... I mean, but it's, it's just Christmas fogsism. I mean, it's just... Well, it's not an answer. It is an answer. the Stone Brothers are particularly good at and there's there's no doubt about that do you think that you know the, the Stone Boys are they're going to bring him up probably a little bit better than uh, than Morris did um, I'm not so sure about that I mean I, I agree that Paul Morris Motorsport probably or you know teammate to Russell Ingle probably wasn't the best place to you know to start his V8 career his main game career um, he had been in the development series the year before, a pretty tough environment, and um, the dude was, uh, um, you know, ran him through the hoops early in the season when, you know, when Tim was under a bit of pressure and making a lot of mistakes. So sure. he had to step up, and he was coming on near the end of the season. He'll be in a different environment it, with the Stone Brothers. You know, their um, their approach is more old school, shall we say? Yep. Um, I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure if he's going to get a lot more loving there. Um, right. And particularly. is good, there's no doubt about that. So, you know, I mean, he'll be in a decent car and a decent operation. But if he can pull one out of the hat at one round, maybe, do you think you might get a bit more love that will then push him forward? Oh, results always equal love, don't they? Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll have a chance and it's up to, you know, it, it will really be decided by, you know, what sort of budget they're giving the Stones to run the car and also, you know, how well the Stones are going next year. I mean, they're rebuilding, 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 you know, after falling pretty much in a hole since Marcus Ambrose left. Sure. Speaking of which, what was really interesting is while the launch was going on at the Holden Performance Driving Centre, or actually it's called Holden the Driving Centre now, out in Norwalk, among the sugar cane on the Gold Coast, um, Marcus Ambrose was apparently having a test drive at one of the Stone Brothers Falcons to give them some feedback and maybe give them some direction, you know, put them back on track. Oh, well, that's gone. interesting. Helicopter as he does, 
um, to go to Queensland Raceway, where Ambrose is having this test, to have his own test drive of a Stone Brothers Falcon. I don't know how that works, how the team owner of a holding back team can go and test a Ford Falcon for another team. And, and even more bizarre is that the dude um, is actively looking around for um, a seat in the endurance races next year. Yeah. Um, won't be in his own team because, you know, the, the disparity in size between the, the dude who's a very big bloke <laughs> big boy now, and, single, and the same with Murph, um, so he probably won't be driving in his own team. It's unlikely that Morris will actually, you know, drive in the endurance races. Well, perhaps, folks... Uh, probably drive in another team. Well, perhaps, folks, that if he was to sit on the other side of the helicopter to balance... Uh, um, uh, Dr. Edelston, that they'd all be fine. Yeah, I think um, Paul Morris is a much better helicopter pilot and takes it a bit more serious, seriously than um, the good doctor, and um, he managed to, to land and take off today without any incident. But it's just interesting that the dude's very keen to have a drive in the endurance races next year and hoping to get a drive with another Holden team. Strange world, but um, a lot of this has been precipitated by... Um, um, the new ruling that the star drivers, you know, can't pair up for the enduros anymore as of next year. They've got to stay Which is a great ruling, I reckon. Right, right, right through the championship. Um, yeah, probably it's, it's in the overall good. Um, it is the right decision. It's arguable both ways. Um, but I, I think in the big picture, it'll be a good thing. It'll certainly, you know, mean there are more cars contending theoretically in the endurance races for the fun of Phillip Island and Bathurst. Folks, uh, JP and I and... Uh, yeah, we've been having a good night there, by the way, boys. We've had, had a ha- fantastic night, thank you, folks. Uh, there's been a, quite a nice steak. The steaks have been absolutely deluxe. Wow. I'm sorry I missed it. Well, you would be too. If you were here, you would be loving it. Well, we're sorry we missed you, but uh, we both wanted to... And we want to thank you for uh, making the effort to phone in, even though you have been very, very busy. Yeah. And thank well, you... I just- Really rang in just to apologise not for getting back to you guys because I was running around like a mad That's thing. All right. But um, the unexpected bonus of um, joining the program. So That's good. And uh, what, what, what other reprobates? Uh, sorry, I mean special guests have you had on the team? Well, mate, before, before, we, before we do that, we'd just I'd like to say just uh, between from uh, JP and I and the other people behind, uh, the thousands of people... Behind the scene of Radio Hot Lap around the yeah, world, the world we'd, we'd like to uh, we just thank you for for you know your your uh, input and your effort this year and, and, your, and, and your involvement and, and your generally uh, uncooperative cooperation and uh, and forcing me to pay the dinner down at the Royston many times <laughs> or asking me to cash in the morning, but but generally, I'd like to say thanks, folks, for for being part of it, and and I think. It's uh, it, it's a little bit of motorsport history, and I hope you'll look back on it. So, thank you very much for for your help and assistance and involvement. Absolutely. It sounds like my obituary. You're getting rid of me. No, no, we're not getting rid of you at all. <laughs> no, we got rid just, of you months ago. We just wanted to say thanks because it's like you know, it's, <laughs> we said fuck off ages ago. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah. Oh, it was oh, okay. It just, but it went on for so long. You know, I lost track of the message. Next year, but yeah, we well, actually, you know what? You know what Hardy's like when he's at a few. Radio hot lap, no. They never get enough 
Now, now, folks, um, I'd like you, Ashley, I'd like you to say hello and be succinct because this man is the most important person in the world of Australian motorsport and, in, and some respects, internationally. No, he's a serious operator. He is. Hi, Mark, and I am, I am pleasured. I am. Um, I'm, <laughs> pleasured. No. I, <laughs> you haven't got dildos, No, girls. no, I'm gracious. Something in yeah. your presence. Folks, there's a lot of red he's wine going down here. No, he's not. It's Christmas, buddy. It sounds like it. How are you? Okay. Mate, I'm well, but but I'm surprised because I thought Harney was the most important person. Yeah, I'll in, get in, on. I'll <laughs> see you later. He's, <laughs> he's gone. Uh, we'll have to cut that bit out. All right. All right, mate. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, there's a few bit of interesting things, as we've already talked about before with Virgin and um, <laughs> most importantly about uh, how there could be a bit of a dress swap going on in uh, Air Asia and Virgin uh, between yeah. the, the bosses, but that's a bit of fun. So I'd like to say uh, like, once again... There are a couple of characters. Yeah, mm. yeah. Thanks for the year. Well, that's good for the sport. It is. No, it'll be good. Formula One's going to be fun next year, I think. I really do. It was pretty good fun this year. Well, guys, yeah, it's, it's been real. It's been fun. And it has been real fun. It has, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh... Anyway, I'm sure you've um, righted all the wrongs and uh, solved all the problems of the world tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, if we haven't, we will do later. Yeah, through rose tinted glasses, I'd imagine. <laughs> and, uh, folks, as they say, um, you know, uh, when you ring in for a special uh, guest, uh, you know, sort of winning something, stay on the line as we uh, wind up because we need to get your personal details so we can send you something because that gives us the moment to say, JP... Yes. Good night. Good night. And Merry Christmas to all. And a mer- very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. A Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays, viewers. <laughs> Merry and Christmas. there go the empty bottles. Cheers, Merry, folks. Merry Christmas, mate. Thanks, mate. Right, Hardy, JP, good on you guys. Have a good break. Well, Cheers, mate. Well, don't, you don't need to go away because we want to talk to you now. Oh, we're off right, show. We're off, we're off there now. Hey, you tosser. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a... holding on the line for my prize. <laughs> What prize? Get out of here. <laughs> you know we don't give prizes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 